0: Hello and welcome to Write, Enjoy, Repeat, where everyday people talk about why they write and why you should give it a go. My name is Claire and today I am joined by David. Hello David. Hi Claire, thank you
1: very much for inviting me onto your show.
0: Well, thank you very much for joining me. Um, So the first question is, what's your earliest memory of writing?
1: Um, Cool. Um, Well, my um I'm the youngest of six children that my mum and dad had and my sister really? next up, she taught me to to read from a very young age. So um, along those lines, reading and writing was something that I kind of don't have a memory of, if that makes sense, because it happened so many years ago. Um mm-hmm. I, I can't kind of put my finger on actually when it happened. Um, but it's something that, and, and all forms of writing as well, I'm passionate about. But um, yeah, it's something that kind of just took off over the years, really.
0: Mm. And what do you, what do you remember sort of writing first? Did you sort of write any poems or? Yeah,
1: I, I can remember. Um, I I was the kind of because I I enjoyed reading so much and and kind of finding things out, knowledge learning. Um, mm. I, I used to spend my pocket money on all the comics. Used to get Dandy, Beano, Wizard, Chips, mm-hmm. Bustle, all those sort of things, and I'd enter the competitions there because you'd have writing competitions and poetry competitions. Um, I don't recall ever uh, being successful, but um, it was something that I've always really enjoyed. So um, one, what I can remember, I, I didn't really get on in scores as, as such from from. A behaviour side of things, but learning—I I love to learn—and I remember doing assignments rather than if it's especially if it, if it was if it was a subject I really enjoyed. And I remember being quite passionate about World War II when I was at school. And if we were asked to produce a, a little report on something with a paragraph, they'd get a five-page report with coloured pictures and everything in there because <laughs> it wasn't so much that I wanted to look good; it was just the fact that. I, I just love the, especially the research side as well. I just love to get involved in it.
0: Mm, wow. I bet those were interesting reading. Did you keep any?
1: No, I no, I, I I don't. I, I've moved about over the years. So I, unfortunately I've lost quite a lot of um, mm. childhood possessions, if you like. So, yeah, um, yeah uh, but I it's at the end of the day, I mean, they're memories anyway. So, I mean, just because... Uh, they're no longer tangible and I, I can't access them they're still i can mm. still access them in my mind
0: yes yeah quite right and um, so what is it you love about writing now um
1: it just it, it's it, I, I, it's hard to say because it's it's something that kind of is a part of my life i, I find myself i'm involved in a few, a few different areas a, a few different genres as well i i I cover the criminal justice system uh, and write about the criminal justice system um i write about um organized crime um historic organized crime for for a website um so i i it's something that really it 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 isn't um a job um it's a passion it's a love um and it's just from a from from another side of things from a practical point of view i suppose from my mental health that's one of the major reasons why i heavily got involved kind of later on in life with writing because i found that being creative and and writing together obviously creative writing yeah, um,
0: yeah.
1: enables you to it, it's another coping mechanism it's a way to stop yourself feeling isolated it's a a way to feel as if you have a voice. It's a way to release feelings as well, because um, if we don't release feelings, they build up and we end up like a kettle and and, and just over boil. Mm-hmm. A kettle you can't switch off. Sorry, on the on the hob, um, and we end up yeah. boiling over. Um, and I found that creative writing. Um, I I mentioned isolation, but it's something you can do in isolation. It's it's part of a self-care package that you can do that even though you're doing it in isolation, you're not isolated and you don't feel isolated. I hope that makes sense.
0: (laughs) It does. It definitely does to me. Yeah, I think. You're, you're never alone with a pen, is what you've of just
1: said. Makes me. Imagination. You could never, ever, ever be alone if you access your imagination. I mean, the imagination, that's why it's called an imagination. It can take us anywhere. Um, it can take us to worlds that haven't even been created yet. No. Um, it, it, can, it can transport us to, to our, our safe place. It can transport us to our favourite place. And I mentioned in respect of not being able to tangibly... Um, access the stuff from my childhood yet in my mind I can still access it in my imagination Mm -hmm. I can still access it so um yeah you know it's not so much writing you're never alone if you've got your imagination and you're in tune with your imagination
0: yeah yeah perfect um and I normally pick out a prompt uh for people to write from um as this podcast is about inspiring people to write and i and i love imagination can take us anywhere is that all right with you if we use that today
1: please do yeah because it can it can and mm. and i found Um, I was doing, uh, I've been in prison. I I don't mind admitting that I I spent quite a lot of time Mm -hmm. in prison and I used to do creative writing courses in prison. And Mm -hmm. um, you get to the point where you're writing half a story or or, uh, near enough a full short story, obviously, in one lesson because you're so in tune with what you're doing. You're so in tune with your imagination. And especially in an environment like that, um, the more that you can tune in with your imagine into your imagination, the more that freedom becomes a state of mind as well. And although yeah. you're in your mind, you can still, be, uh, although you're imprisoned in body, your mind you can still be free. And and again, that was something I found creative writing, especially for a, a prisoner, enabled me mm. to do.
0: Mm. Yeah, that must be that must have been an amazing feeling. I would imagine
1: yeah exactly it's it's um and again like i say your imagination can transport you to anywhere and 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 it doesn't matter the environment in which you are at the present your imagination itself can remove you from that environment and and if your imagination is that strong that can remove you from the environment of prison why not write about it because it's damn well going to produce a really good story i would have thought yeah
0: yeah and do you write fiction or do you what do
1: you tend to write now um, I, I mix it up I, I, I poetry fiction prose nonfiction, um uh news stories I mean I, I try and mix it up um I'm kind of if you like putting myself out there as a writer um and, and hoping that one day I'll get picked up um I've got <laughs> I've I've got a uh, a story that's in a trilogy of books that's going to be out next year um I'm not sure your views on promotion, so I'll, I'll keep things. Um,
0: no, no, feel free.
1: It's um, a lady called Mitzi Soretto. She lives in America herself, in Canada, I think. Um, and um, she produces the best new true crime story series. And the third one's just been published, um, which is on small towns um, or serial killers. I can't remember. I can't remember the second one was serial killers or what, or what way around they went. <laughs> Um, but there is one out of the moment uh, Best New True Crime Stories and I've got one out that's um, about rogues, criminals and mild-mannered crooks um, mm. and I've got a story that's coming out in that uh, and that's out in June next year um, so yeah I mean things, things are really looking good on it but uh, as I say I mean um, I try and uh, if, if, creative writing's creative writing I mean why limit yourself do you know what I mean? Mm,
0: mm, good point um, and what uh, what would you say? Uh, why would you recommend that people give it a go uh, writing if they've not tried, or perhaps they've not written for a very long time?
1: Well, for, for all the reasons I've just given, I suppose mm. that the fact, of, and especially now through um, through this pandemic, I mean, um, it, it's for me creative writing has, has once again come to the fore, and it's enabled mm. me to create and it's enabled me not to worry so much about the things that i can't control which are those things outside of my mind um we i think it was marcus aurelius um the former roman emperor that said you only have control over your own mind mm. not outside events realize this and you'll find strength and i think that creative writing enables you to kind of follow that that proverb if you like to the letter of the law
0: mm yeah, that's right. And there's another there's another saying I'm thinking of, but I'm probably going to get it wrong. But it's like there's only one world and you can make a heaven or a hell of it. It's kind of that exactly. same yeah. kind of idea.
1: Exactly. And and creative writing. I mean, you can kind of mess about with your feelings as well. You can um, you can kind of have negative feelings, I suppose, inside. And yet you can create something with a pen and a bit of paper that that makes it comical, that makes it humorous, that makes it um, livable, bearable, Mm. um, if you like, whatever. But it's about, it's kind of, yeah, you get to reframe your own life um, just by using a pen and a paper. A pen, yeah. in, a pen and a paper.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is an amazing. I'm glad you're talking so passionately because I, I totally agree. Oh, I love um, it. <laughs> So we're in November, which means it's Movember. So um, what do you do to take part? Do you grow a moustache yourself?
1: Well, um, I've got quite a funny story. I'm glad I mentioned prison earlier. Now, Um, I've got quite a funny story from prison. There was five of us on the same wing, and we decided a couple of years ago. We decided let's do something for Movember, Um, and we wrote down five different moustache styles. Um, There was the Mexican, (laughs) um, the um, the cad, which is the one that curls up at the corner. Um, There was the pencil. Um, the Magnum and the, uh, <laughs> the magnum? Fu Manchu. Magnum was Thomas Magnum. You know, the thick oh,
0: yeah, uh, the yeah.
1: thick 1970s porn star <laughs> 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 moustache. Um, um, and I ended up getting the Mexican. Uh, and um, so it was kind of more like Fu Manchu than Mexican. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we all stuck to it. We, we uh, Between us, I think I, if I remember rightly, I, I raised by myself about 25 quid. And I think the five of us, together raise just over 200 quid, which goes to showing, I mean, there's a lot of charity work. It sounds like what celebrities I do a lot of work for charity, but there are a lot of prisoners that do work for charity in prison because, mm. yeah, there are some bad people in jail, but not, not the majority. The majority of people in jail are pretty good people. It, it's, uh, it can be very, very mentally challenging prison.
0: Mm, yeah gosh I can I and that's really- where
1: writing the creative writing comes into it as I say it's such a uh, uh, an incredible resource for a coping mechanism for someone's mental health
0: mm-hmm. mm, yeah okay well David there's so much I feel like I could ask you and
1: <laughs> We're this, talk all day, has,
0: this could go on for hours but um the final question I'd like to ask you is do you have a favorite author and if so who is it
1: um, I do actually. Um, there was a trilogy of books, um, by Bryce Courtney. Um, the first one was The Potato Factory and it introduces us to the character who Charles Dickens based Fagin on. His name was Ikey Solomon, and he's a real life character from Victorian England times. Who, as I say, Charles Dickens based Fagin on. Um, and it's a fantastic trilogy. I don't want to give too much away, but okay. the potato factory, it's it begins life in Victorian um, London, in the slums of Victorian London. And it ends up um, with this woman called Mary Abacus who finds herself being transported to Australia. And then sets up, I mean, it's a true story as well. It sets up, uh, or kind of based on a true story, sets up um, a brewery over in Australia. Um, and, and that's all I say on it. But it it turns into three books. Absolutely, incredibly, uh, I, I couldn't put it down. Um, the, I think I read the trilogy in about four or five days. And we're talking over, I suppose, about 1,500 pages. It was an incredible set of books.
0: Mm-hmm. It sounds fascinating. I shall add that to my mm. to my list. Um, well, thank you so much for joining me today, David. Um, and yeah, I, I, I look forward to, to publishing this podcast.
1: You're welcome, Claire, and Thank you very much.
0: If you'd like to hear more about how I help people discover, come back to and express themselves through writing, go to cpsdayoff.com. Thank you